Tuesday on Daily Delivery. I always have to catch myself after a holiday weekend when I'm on with Patrick Royce because the instinct is to say Monday, but it is, in fact, Tuesday. First day of school in our household, Patrick. It's a big oh, yeah. one. Big one. Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, then what do we got? Two going? Two yeah, going two going. We got first, first grader and a fourth grader and then, okay. a pre- and a preschooler. So we're going to get all of them. <laughs> All of them out of the house. Um, we've had a great summer, lots of fun. But uh, I think uh, some of us, the kids are ready to go back to school, and the parents are ready for them to go back to school too. Well, this is when uh, this is when school should be starting the day after Labor Day. Yeah. This late August stuff is nonsense. I agree. Take away the last ten days of summer for kids for no reason. They'd rather yeah. hang around a little earlier in June. Come on, let's uh, yes. Plus, uh, plus they can if they're old enough, they can go work at the state fair and make some money. If they're not, if they don't mind getting having those swarms of wasps with them when they're trying to serve their kids there in their stands, I was I, I was out there and got in myself. I was getting myself a just a diet coke. There was poor some poor young gal there at one of the stands. There's like. 20 wasps flying around her head and she kept working right up. You know, they should just send a helicopter over that to those fairgrounds about 10 days before they start and put some of the worst poisons in the world on it. (laughs) But ones that only last a few hours, you know, for a while. Sure. Kill every wasp in America. It's the number one breeding ground for wasps in America, the state fair. That's people ask me what I think of the state fair. My first thought is wasps. They're (laughs) all over. My kids do not like wasps and bees. We were out (laughs) there. I had the. I got the hornets this year. I can't oh, get no. rid of them underneath oh, their big window. So they're, uh, you know, I've sprayed everything known to man on them, and they just get mad about it. They don't, they don't leave. So anyway, I was out there yesterday. That was my third trip out there, and uh, <laughs> had the family out Saturday, <clears throat> and then I had some work stuff. Some of those other times too. Talked to the Gopher baseball team while I was out there yesterday. I probably use that on a show. Later this week, maybe even tomorrow. Those guys were those guys were fun. Those guys were fun. They're hoping for a bounce back season um, again. This again, is yes. for a year yes. four or five yes. of a bounce back season. I'm surprised. Confident. I'm surprised Anderson is uh, back. I really am. I thought he'd uh, go. I am very worried about the future of the program because we got an athletic director who'd love deep in his heart to kill baseball. I think so. Uh, it would be nice. Uh, thank God John got Siebert Field built, so they yes. got some. In it. Otherwise, this guy would get rid of it. Hopefully, he'll be gone to uh, the University of Washington or something, and we'll uh, we'll uh, get somebody else in here. I heard a rumor that they they lost their guy to Southern Cal, where he was uh, playing right. foot for Southern Cal Coil. So maybe he'll end up going to Washington, and we can get rid of him. But uh, that's just my opinion. So yeah, well, it's yeah. interesting. Trust I don't trust him. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I, I think he's done a good job with a lot of hires, but he's, he's so, he works so much behind the scenes, it's hard to know exactly what's going on, right? Well, wow. I know that, I know that, uh, I know they tried for a while to steal some of the money that Anderson was getting donated for baseball to put it into the <laughs> new football complex. So, uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a time for another subject. Uh, that's, a, that's a time for another discussion about, uh, Coil, I'm I'm not a fan, not a fan. But uh, just because he doesn't see the big picture, he only sees the football picture, in my opinion. Yeah. 
it's a it's a lot of modern athletics. Um, we'll get to maybe we'll get to football in a bit with the Gophers and the Vikings. Vikings start in five days. My goodness. Um, Got started with the Twins though, Patrick. So I, I missed um, I missed yesterday's game. We were out at the pool, kind of getting the last vestiges of summer. So I get home and I'm looking at the score, and the first number I see is Cleveland six. So I'm like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't seem so good. And I see Minnesota twenty. 20 yes. to six. Another grand slam. It's Patrick. It's I got a few points to make on this, but the first one is it's hard for me to be cynical about this team when Royce Lewis keeps hitting big grand slams. I mean, he's he's been something else lately, and that was the again one of one of the keys when you score 20. I guess there's going to be a few a uh, few big hits, but man, that was a uh, that that got their lead back up to six and. um and yeah, they. I guess if, if if that was a statement, that was a big one. Yeah, I was uh, watching. I saw that grand slam. He crunched that ball, man. He was yes. sitting on. Ealito, you know, was not real good with the White Sox. Although he pitched good <laughs> against the Twins, and then yeah. he was brutal with the with the Angels. I know. Yesterday he threw batting practice, and then actually they did bring in a batting practice pitcher for six innings. So that kind of made the game into a complete farce when they had uh, this catcher lobbing them. But you know it's not bad to see a pitcher lob the ball up there for one inning. But Francona had the guy do it for four, and uh, hey, it got Joey Joey Gallo straightened out though. He got a couple of hits. Uh, <laughs> of, uh, he can. We now know that Joey can hit fifty five. So. Uh, 54, 55 miles an hour. He can get that bat around, catch up to it, uh, hit a couple of home runs. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a, a slaughter. And uh, first look at Giolito for the Cleveland fans. They must have been impressed. Wow, he well, gave up. They they didn't let him stay three innings. They gave up nine. Yeah. Have Have you seen a guy have a chance to? Again, like you said, he didn't pitch all that badly in Chicago, and that's why he got traded to the Angels. But have you seen a guy have a chance to be a part of three failures in one season? With yeah. you know the White Sox White are disappointed. White but, Sox are one of the great the five top failures of the year. The Angels, as soon as they made the trade, yes. in the tank. They're terrible. Uh, what a month for the Angels! <laughs> they started losing all their games, and then they lost Otani. Yes. He blew out his elbow, and he's and Trout's back on the injured list too. Yeah, and the greatest thing in baseball history, Otani. Now all of a sudden is, ah, well, he might not get sixty million. He might get twenty. <laughs> Be a hitter, right? right. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, and yeah, that is a pretty distinctive uh, uh, thing for uh, uh, Otani. Lucas got to be really. Uh, what's his? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, oh, Giolito. Giolito, yeah. Anyway, he's, uh, uh, yeah, he's been pathetic, and I really liked him a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. He pitched well against the Twins, but, man, he's brutal. Now, I did like them getting those two relievers, but uh, Twins win one of the next two. It's pretty well done. I think I so. Would, yeah, be, I would say so. The way they're swinging the bats, it might be done anyway. It, yeah. They're driving me crazy, though. They are so reluctant to let this stiff, this complete – mess of a hit hitter joey gallo go that they still won't call up kirilov even though they need a first baseman and he's getting three hits a game all right it's ready to put it but they're they're so protective of giolito i mean not giolito up gallo, gallo. 
yeah. that they won't make the move that's so obvious that they should have made. That the guy was, I mean, Phil had the stat on since that four for four day. What, what was he like? The one for thirty-five with twenty-four strikeouts. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's ungodly how rotten he is, and it's you know they signed him after he had one of the most pathetic years in baseball, thinking some kind of turnaround was going yeah. to occur. He's terrible. Get rid of him. What the heck is the matter with you idiots? Sunk cost. Robbery. It's sunk cost. It's what it is. They they invested in him. And they think he's a nice guy, and he's a competitor. And he good in the room? Is he good in the room? He's good in the room. He's terrible at the plate. That's what counts. He's <laughs> good in the room, terrible at the, at the plate. plate. Get Kirilov up there and get him at first base. If he's going to play, let him play. What a bunch of idiots. They drive me nuts. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – but, they're, you know, they're Correa actually uh, – when they're, if Correa can come up without uh, two guys on, he's been okay lately. He just uh, – it's just when they – it's just when you absolutely don't want a ground ball that you don't want him coming right. up. <laughs> right. Good play, but 29 double plays. It's amazing. Even, even Harmon at his worst when he hit a one-hopper and couldn't run at all, that would – that that beat him. That beat Harmon's all time record. So uh here's the here's the concern though. Uh long, long stretch here. Now Joe Ryan pitched okay his last game and he'll pitch uh, Wednesday this yep. week. We'll see if he's straightened out again. But you got Keichel and uh Maeda as uh, starters. Maeda's brutal yeah. and Keichel's not gonna get it done. So uh you're down to you're down to Pablo and Sonny, basically. And uh, the, the 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 strength of this team all year is uh, doesn't look like a strength right now. So bring uh, back Bailey. What is the matter with them? Bring back Bailey know. over. Yeah, he's pitching. Yeah, right, he's throwing right. 140 innings this year. That's not a that's not excessive workload. No, they're going to give him one start there at the end of the apparently uh, in with the Saints, and then yeah. he, they bring him back. And you know, I don't mind giving him a refresher. But yeah. Just, yeah, that uh, let's see. I, the idea that these two guys are going to get you, you know, get you anywhere after this, you know, right. in the postseason, Maeda and uh, Keiko no. is no joke. So uh, I don't know, but they're hitting, and that yes. took a long time. And uh, they, the the biggest surprise to me is that Kepler. Now he's had a little. He's gotten some. Uh, he's you know in a little bit of a slump if you just look at the raw numbers, but he's hitting the ball hard uh, like he hasn't with consistent contact in a long, long time for about six weeks here. So that that's really surprised me to, about him, his turnaround, because I yes. thought he was well done. And, uh, and you know, they're just – Walner's cooled off here, but uh, he can still uh, – he had a home run off the uh, – Yes, he got three hits yesterday, yes. Yeah, one of them was off the catcher who was throwing 53. Yes. But um, – uh, yeah, they're they're doing some hitting finally, and that's that really helps. And Royce Lewis is really, you know, I kind of poo pooed the idea. Oh, he's going to be the spirited leader of this team, but he does it in a, you know, in a not loud way. But yes. he's a, a really, he's just really a guy that you can rally around. And what he's also has, but twenty nine RBIs in eighteen games or some dang thing. Something I mean, ridiculous. He's got on the. On the season now, he's got. Let me see. He's got uh, thirty nine RBIs on the season already. 
which yeah, is and he's uh, you know he had he had some early obviously, but I think it's you know it's all been in like eighteen games plus. Yeah, three three, three grand slams plus. will help. Three grand slams will help that total. Three grand slams in eight games. Is that yeah. right? Three Something games? like that. It was. I would feel it was last week that we were talking about <laughs> one of his grand slams. So yeah, oh, it's a, back to back. It, yes. So yeah, yeah. I mean. And here's and he, here's a team that could not hit with the bases loaded at the start of the no, season. No, they were the worst in the history of man. And I, I remember tweeting out, I'm saying, this is the only team you turn on the TV and say, I sure hope the bases are loaded. <laughs> you know? Here comes uh, Royce. It's like, it's not hard, guys. Just hit it yeah. over the fence. It's not yeah. that hard. Uh, he's really a uh, – He, I mean, I've talked to him two, three times in groups, and then he came over and talked to me in the dugout when I was just sitting there a a couple of weeks ago, and he's just a big, he's a big personality in a, in a non-arrogant way, you know, yeah. it's not, he doesn't strut around or anything like that, but he's, uh, he's just a good guy, and he obviously loves baseball, so uh, that's, you know, loves playing, loves the whole this thing of it, and it's it's been a big lift, plus, this team has been, we've talked about it a lot, so unpopular with the public. Yes, frustrations uh, now you have a guy that everybody's excited about yes so well, that's yeah that's changed the whole image of the team almost all by himself here so it's kind of what i was driving at, at the beginning i was like man it's you know you want to be i think the temptation with this team the default setting with this team for almost the whole season has been well they're winning yeah but they're not hitting yeah but look at how terrible the division is there's not really any identity to this aside from they pitch pretty well. He's changed that at least at least right now. He's he has changed that. He makes you look at this team in a, in at least a slightly different way. And it's harder to be dismissive or cynical about a team when you've got a guy that you look at and say, okay, this is a this is a potential kind of cornerstone type player who is who is doing the things he's doing right now. It's it's easier. For, I think it would be easier for fans to be embracing a team like this when there's a when there's a Royce Lewis figure who's doing the things he's doing, no doubt about it. And I attempted about uh, 10 days ago to uh, pay some uh, tribute to Correa uh, because yeah. uh, he's so good in the field. And, you know, that guy, for all, we, all the bashing he gets and all the double plays, which are incredible, and not coming through in the clutch, he's missed four starts at shortstop or something yeah. like that. Supposedly yep. bad foot and he he plays, you know, and, and there's he's got a hundred and twenty more at bats than anybody on the team. He's the new and, Polanco. Yeah, uh, and somebody put that out there. I, I put that out there and he says, Yeah, but he's uh, his his uh some of his stats about uh you know, he still leads the team in the RBIs and something like he does, that. Yeah. Well, he's had a hundred and some, and then somebody responded. Well, he's had over a hundred at bats more than anybody else. I said, "Yeah, that's good." Right, right. Let's, let's not us not let's not Twins fans complain about somebody b- playing too much. That's not been a problem with this uh, team keeping. Uh, you know, I think that uh, I think the other thing that's happened this week is they came to a conclusion on Buxton. It's not he's not going to be back. I don't think. I was going to ask you about that. Like he, he, I mean, they pulled him from that rehab uh, yep. start with the with the knee, and but I mean, what what are they? I mean, center field's kind of a mess now because Taylor's on the injured list. I guess they got Castro back. By the way, have you, well, let's get back to Bucks in a second. Have you ever? I don't remember ever seeing a position player pitch in a win. Um, no, 
think either. I don't. I don't think either. But uh, when it's that bad, when well, it was twenty, it was twenty to three. So I guess they felt the lead was pretty safe. Yeah, they did. But I, I don't know if I think the Twins might be saying, ah, you know, if you're gonna make a farce out of the yeah. game, yeah, farce out of the game too. <laughs> I was wondering that. Anyway, yeah, back, yeah, back to back to Buxton. I was gonna ask you about that. Like it, it, it you know, it's getting late. It's it's September fifth. Like. Not a whole lot of time to to come back, and if you can't play the field, yeah. uh, like what's you know that's 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 different. Like if they're trying to get him to play center, that's that's one thing. But coming in and you know DHing four times a week, uh, no thanks right now. Based on the way he was hitting and the way that everybody else is hitting, Julian's still good a hitter tonight. Yeah, available to play seventy uh, percent of the say you face right-hander seventy percent of the time. And boxing, of course, the bad thing is if you're playing him. Uh, against lefties, he can't hit lefties. So, uh, right, terrible against lefties. I, I don't think he's going to play. I, I think he's. They had him go. I was over there that Wednesday night. They had him stand out there for seven innings. He chased like three balls. He he he, he ran over. And, you know, just got a routine fly ball, and then they hit one in the gap, and he fielded it off the wall. And but he never ran hard the whole time he was in center yeah. field. He now ran the bases a couple of times and then ran the, you know, fairly normal. But just doing that and all of a sudden the knee is, uh, and then he's going to DH two days later. And uh, he's got tendonitis underneath that patella. That's yeah. not something that can be fixed. No. You know, uh, I don't know if he can, you know, go to Germany and have some of those enrichment uh drugs or whatever that is put into his knee and go through something this winter. But uh, I don't think he's coming back. I think he's, you know, they're just feeding us the BS again about, uh, you know, this was expected. Right. <laughs> okay. Thanks Rocco. This was, <laughs> we, yeah. we knew this was going to happen. If we knew this was going to happen, why did we even bite it? You put him down to DL for the rest of the right. season. It's uh it is a long-term uh, problem that I don't know what they can do. I, I think that uh, they have to, uh, they have to find some world-renowned uh, guy who can do some incredible therapy on a knee somewhere, or uh, or somehow see if I, I doubt if that ins- that contract was insured because he had so right. many. So they they might just have to eat it, but uh, you know, just say, "Hey, go back to uh, Georgia and uh, do what you want to do." And uh, if you ever feel good enough to play again, we'll send you down to Fort Myers for a couple of weeks and take a look. But I, I think it's pretty well over for him. I mean, so, that's that was the thing. I mean, I wrote I don't remember it was last week or two weeks ago. I wrote about how you know they're finally not so reliant on. Boxing yeah. this year. I mean, we'd seen those splits for the last, you know, six, seven years where, you know, they play like a 90 win team almost when he's in and play like a, you know, a 70 or 75 win team when he's not in the lineup. And finally this year, like, you know, this last month, month and a half, they've been pretty good without him. They've been hitting for sure without him. And so it's like, okay, finally, they don't need to have him in there to be a good team. That's good short term, but man, long term, that's not good. Like the fact oh. that you don't need Byron Buxton because he's a liability to a certain degree. Uh, and then he's got what, five, six years left on that contract still. That's a lot. Five years. Yeah. But he's, uh, you know, that's, I keep saying, that's the reason he took a hundred million. That was, that yeah. was not value if he's healthy, 
But I, you know, the other thing we got to remember is everybody says, wow, we knew this has been the way it's been. And he played center field till last early August, right? Last yes. year. He, <clears throat> he did and a little, he did a little DHing last year, did, but he was not like this, but I, no. you know, I was, there was a period when he had a month of, of playing that I kept saying they're 20% better everywhere when he plays yeah. in the field, but the pitching's 20% better because he's in center field and the, um, you know the because he improves the whole defense, and then uh, and, and then he was good at the plate. I mean, he was not he was not strike he was striking high, striking out, but not like this. But uh, I mean, uh, the fact that he gets the spring training this year, he didn't play the last two months last year, and he gets the spring yes. training here, and they say he can't play in the field. That's telling you that the, the knee cannot be fixed. He had a surgery in the off season. I don't know what it was, just for some little relief, but. Uh, they, without telling you that, Paul Bellies told us that all year. Yes. That, that he got a bad knee and that, uh, you know, he might not be able to play. And, yeah. and it's, you know, when your whole game is speed, you can't say, boy, slow down, take it easy on the knee. You know, right. I mean, it's speed. So, I, yeah, I think he's, I think it's, I, I don't know, but uh, I would, you, you, the DH can't be the plan. Okay. No. Because he, he has proven that he can't be a DH because I, I don't – I think not being involved in the game. And uh, they said basically he just – he strikes out and he goes and uh, feels bad. He goes to the batting cage and just kind of sits up in the clubhouse and sulks because he can't hit. So, I know that's – I mean, I've just heard that secondhand, obviously. Sure. So, but he's – you know, he wants to play in the outfield, and uh, but he can't, and he can't DH. So what the hell? I don't know what they're going to do. Probably going to make the postseason this year. Um, again, like we said, if they if they win one of these next two against Cleveland, and you know, even if they didn't, I'd still feel like they were in great shape. But win one of the next two, be up six, be done with Cleveland, and have that really soft schedule down the stretch, right? I think they think 13 of their last 16 or you know even all even most of these games they got tampa bay left but beyond that i don't think they've got much uh you know tampa bay and the reds maybe and everybody else is pretty bad um but man i was looking really quick when you were talking buxton has played he's only played three career postseason games because he missed those games in 19 because he was hurt right he didn't he didn't get to play on the bomba squad playoff teams if you know if if he's limited or you know if they don't make it back or if he doesn't ever get back to the playoffs, one for six with four strikeouts is Byron Buxton's uh, playoff legacy right now. That's just that's just sad for for all the talent for all the for all the all we've written about him over the years. And again, this is maybe premature, but like you know, do they have to start thinking about a succession plan in center field. Do they have to what they you know as long as he's been here, at least you've thought you've known who their center fielder is. I don't think they know that anymore. No, and I think some of us have decided discuss right because they have all these infielders. Royce Lewis playing uh, center field—that's uh, not going to happen. They got to keep him right where he is. Uh, maybe Austin Martin. I don't know. He's can he can run. You know, they've been playing him at second base, but uh, uh, he can't hit with power. He's kind of a ping hitter, but uh, he's supposed to be a great athlete. To it, I, I would think that. Uh, He'd be a guy they want to look at in the fall league this year to see if they can turn him into a center fielder. Was the, guy they just, was the guy they just drafted an outfielder, too? I can't remember. The... Yeah, he has Walker Jenkins, but that's... That's a that's, high schooler. That's way down the road, right? 
three years, although their people are talking about him. Hey, he's one of the top 10 prospects in baseball, blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll find out. But um, he's supposed to be a great athlete. So, yeah. Got to find, gotta find a spot for Brooks Lee, too. Where's he going to play? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think he'll end up playing second base, which uh, I don't know what okay. that means. Jorge, so they're going to have to extend Jorge, though, at least, you know, if they don't. If they think Brooks leaves their second baseman, then they're going to have to try to get something for Jorge, don't you think? Yeah, I do. You can't give him away as cheap as you it, – it, it's only about 11 or $12 million to extend him, I think. So. Yeah, same with Max. Max was a candidate for – got to keep him now, don't you? Max will be your right fielder next year. Yeah. yeah. MGM Wine & Spirits is the choice for savings, service, and a great selection of spirits, premixed cocktails, wines, and of course, ice-cold beers and hard seltzers. With over 30 locations throughout the Twin Cities and beyond, there's an MGM near you. Head to MGMWineAndSpirits.com to find a convenient location in your area. Get social. Follow MGM on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest news and trends. Make great moments with MGM Wine & Spirits, your locally owned and operated choice for over 50 years. Save time, save money. Shop MGM. Let's move on. Let's talk a little Vikings, Patrick, because like I said, season starts in five days now. Um, it's kind of a a soft open, I would say, when you get to play Tampa sure. Bay, even though that's a, a division winner, asterisk, last year ago. I think they were eight and nine. They win the division, but yeah. no Tom, to Tom Brady, to Baker Mayfield, I think that's maybe a, a downgrade a little bit at quarterback. Um, although I don't think you know Brady wasn't great last year, but he was... Maybe the all-time greatest quarterback. So you're going from that to Baker Mayfield this year. You get to open at home. Um, you got to, you know, kind of bank that win. But um, I still don't quite know what to to make of this team. I put in my my prediction. I think I said I, I think I said nine and eight in my official Star Tribune prediction. Didn't go gloom and doom last year when I picked them to go seven and ten and was basically no chance of that happening by the midpoint of the season. Uh, what, what do you make it? What do you make of this team? Cause it's, you know, just some, still some unknowns and last year even muddies the picture because of how they, how they won so many times. I believe that uh, they have the same advantage. The twins do. They are playing in a pathetic division and not, not as bad as the AL central, but certainly, uh, in the same category as far as NFL divisions are concerned. They get to play those much six times. The Packers are uh, mediocre. The Bears are awful, and the Lions are overrated. So they go 5-1, and one, I guess. I think they're going to go 10-7 and seven and win the division by two games and uh, uh, something like that, maybe even 11-6. and six. So uh, I, 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 I presumably the defense will have to be better because uh, they, they're not going to go out and say – Okay, we got this big area in the middle of the field here where you can have, throw all the completions you want to or fine with that, uh, like the Ed, Ed Donatell approach. So uh, I didn't like the umbrella from the first time no. I saw it fishing game last year. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that proved great. This guy's going to go after the quarterbacks. That's the only way you can play defense, I think. You're only – in in the, the way the modern rules are in the NFL, the only way you can succeed defensively is to pressure the quarterback, I think, is to be in his lap as often as you can. Now, maybe they won't be able to do that, but they're at least going to try this year. Yes. And uh, 
that's uh that's uh and hey you do get to open with baker mayfield who managed to uh talk his way out of uh, cleveland they, he was going to take him to the super bowl and uh he couldn't take him down the block as it turned out so he's uh you know how tampa almost ended up with him by default right they couldn't get anybody else right. when the quarterback carousel ended they ended up getting stuck with him so uh that that's that's an opening win, and they they might look pretty good. Oh, went in their opener, and then we'll uh, then we'll see. Go to Philadelphia. This is a good time to play Philadelphia, I think. Right early, because Philadelphia kind of messes around, and then they get their act together. Uh, now they'll come after the quarterback and not Kirk around a little bit. But uh, yeah, they're. Uh, I do say I've I've kept saying, and you you mentioned it that they owe the football gods three games from <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, they're not going to be as lucky as they were last year. That's for, that's for sure. That's the new NFL, though. About seventy percent of the games, there's two minutes left, and you don't know who's going to win. That's why it's so popular. And uh, so they'll they'll be in those games again, and we'll see if uh, they got the tight end happy now. They paid him, and they, the receiving core should be good if uh, if the uh, rookie is uh, you know a good underneath receiver like everybody thinks he is, and he doesn't end up in prison for. 400 miles an hour and killing somebody but uh anyway uh it's uh you know it i i i think there's reason to expect them to be in the playoffs again this year yeah i, I mean think that's fair i think that top seven get in now you know yeah. seven seven out of 16 get in so top seven and bad division like you said i think i've yeah i've written about that already you know two a month or two ago that that's the biggest thing they've got going for them this year it's just you know it's an odd place to be i think for the quarterback you know we i think we're going to make a lot of that storyline but really we're not going to know on that i don't think that's going to be a cousins for you know for all of whatever you like or don't like about him he does seem to have the ability to he's been through this with washington he can kind of compartmentalize doesn't really bother him to be in a contract year doesn't he's not going to be um negative about it and i think there's still a decent chance he winds up here in 2024 don't you what is he gonna be 36 by then yeah 36 so yeah there is i mean there's no you know there's no successor yet i don't think they they like the they like the 25 year old from byu as uh, as so far but uh, they're not gonna declare him to be their quarterback so uh you know and the only way you get it the only way you get a future quarterback now is to be terrible right <laughs> Or get, or get lucky and draft your guy in the if you think it's you know last pick of the draft like Brock Purdy although I think they put up, the 49ers have put an awful lot of confidence in what five Brock Purdy starts from last year and to me that they they're not that confident they just don't have any other option and uh, Trey Lance was uh, they they've just they, they have realized that they made one of the worst trades in the history of the NFL, and they time to move on. The guy's got the the long arm uh, swing when he throws the ball. I think he also has the problem of throwing the ball, Trey Lance, where the receiver use is go, is is at the moment rather than where uh, he's going. Doesn't lead him enough, yeah, and. Uh, so uh, you know they they got out from underneath that, uh, and they're going to pay for it, pay for that sin for quite some time. But uh, I can't see Brock Purdy leading them to the promised land. They are they have screwed up a uh, 
a really good football team here, San Francisco, with uh, with their quarterback idiocy. So uh, we'll, uh, you know, that's a that's a, another thing. But uh, yeah, they're not they're I, they're they're really good defensively. They got a lot of athletes. But uh, anyway, I don't know. It's uh, football is such a uh, crapshoot right now because, uh, as I said, all the games are. You know, get down two minutes to go. Who's going to win? So yeah, it's, it's <clears> how the popular. I think the Vikings will be they'll be okay. They'll be they'll be ten and seven, something like that. Gophers but, got one with the help of the football gods on Thursday. They made their own luck, certainly. But you know, down ten three with five minutes left, you're supposed to be debuting this new. New and improved, or at least new offense where you pass a lot more, and they did pass a lot more. But three points with five minutes left, uh, that was not uh, not looking good. But then they get the the fumble, the recovery, the amazing catch by Daniel Jackson, an interception, and then of course the the big kick, and they win thirteen ten against Nebraska. It was not really. It had plenty of drama. I was into that game in the fourth quarter. Did not have a lot of aesthetically pleasing moments for at least the first three quarters, but it did have its moments at the end. Don't know what quite what to make of this team. Might be a team that gets better as the year goes on because they are still breaking in a lot of new guys. But uh, that was one. That would have been a. I don't know if this is a. a this is a case of it being as much of a good win, which I guess in the end it was as much as it was avoiding a bad loss. Yeah, it would have been, uh, uh, to me, uh, watching that game, I was astounded that they, they could be ahead only three to nothing in the first half. They, uh, you know, they moved the ball. They had a, you know, they had a lot of, you know, opportunities and, uh, you know, they, they, they had the ball most of the first half and it was only three and up. And I said, what is, what is this? Why, what and, and, uh, flex a uh, two things about flex, uh, his teams have a tendency to get better as, as the year progresses, which is good, but he also has an ability to do things offensively that allow you to play down to the opposition and give them a chance to beat you. Yeah. And, uh, the Iowa game last year, to me, is example A. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Iowa comes in with the worst offense in the history of man and the best defense. And instead of trying to, you know, instead of trying to get the game moving a little bit and uh, make Iowa try to do something, you wanted Iowa to have the ball. And <laughs> right. uh, get 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 the game moving, score some points, and uh, and don't play this boring football that you – you know, Abraham carried 40 sometimes that game, right? Yeah, and a whole bunch in a row before he fumbled on that they, last they, drive. They yeah. Play down to the opposition and not take any chances. And I don't know. I'm, I know Chip, who knows a lot more college football than me, is all in on this young quarterback, but I didn't see this. Certainly, he had uh, from the start of the second half until the last drive, he was pretty bad in the second half. So I, but there's obviously more athletic talent there than they've had with Tanner Morgan for the last 14, 15 years. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but I, w- I would think that, you know, you got Eastern Michigan coming to town, you can work on uh, getting, you know, a more explosive type of approach to offense and, uh, you know, get, get the game moving a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they obviously – Joe Rossi's defense won another one for him. The only touchdown yes. 
was a double dribble when uh, and <laughs> right. if, if the guy if the quarterback uh didn't drop that pass, I don't think the defensive back would have left, right. left the receiver and they they wouldn't have scored. So I mean defensively it was another wonderful performance. And the forced fumble uh was a great play by that walleye punching a ball yeah. out. Although they said on the broadcast, the telecast, that this guy that fumbled, yeah, gotten benched in spring in uh, spring oh, really? in spring ball, and then early in uh, the, the schedule for fumbling too much, you know. So Matt Rules got one of these. One of these don't fumble, you know. The, the same thing. The ball is the game, right? And uh, what's he doing on the field? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Five minutes left, trying to protect a if, touchdown got, lead on the road in the opener at midfield. Yeah. You want the old guy with the two arms around the ball running with his head down, don't you? You know. Yes. Want... Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of stupid. But if you're a Nebraska fan, you're really. I mean, it's incredible oh, the number really of they've lost. It's two amazing. and two and fourteen in one score game since the start of the 2021 season. Yeah, they just uh, figure out a way to the not the Nebraska. Well, you know, back when they were great, they had about one one score game. Yeah. The only thing one score game was they played Oklahoma. Yes. So, they, you know, they, 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 they don't experience in one score games. <laughs> they, beat, they beat the Gophers in a 10 score game. Yes, they did. I was, uh, I was there. It was, uh, one of the great events ever. 21, 21, 21, and 21. They had, uh, I didn't realize it was 21s across the board. Across a, the board but, uh, yeah, they keep thinking it's going to happen again down there, but, uh, I don't think it ever will. You know, yeah. it's, there's too many other teams cheating. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's uh, it's uh, you know, like Clemson, like watching Clemson last night. Poor Dabum, Dabum was paying better than anybody in the country. Now, now everybody's paying the same. How about that loss? They got all these four and five stars. And yeah, Duke beats them bloody. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's he's a guy that's easy to root against too, Dabum. So anyway, yeah. I don't, I uh, college football is uh, the the length of the game. You know, the funny thing is, there. Hey, we're going to make the game shorter. We're not going to, uh, you Stop know, the we're clock. Not, yeah, not, on the first downs. Downs. Yeah. So then, what we're going to do is add two more minutes to every ad break and make that <laughs> twenty five minutes again. It's that amazing. Game, game was still almost four hours, wasn't it? That I think so. It, yeah, these games are these games last, last a while. But now. With all the money ESPN and Fox and these people are going to be thrown to these leagues, it's only going to get worse for the ads, you know, on the breaks. And uh, it's uh, I, I got a real hard time with college football. But hey, you get you get to open with a. I've been saying all along the whole season was determined by the outcome of that Nebraska game. Yes. So I think they'll be okay now. Illinois looks like they have no offense. So, uh, you know, they had to fight to beat somebody 30 to 28, uh, some Toledo or somebody. So I think the West has still got a chance to be pretty loud. Purdue's terrible. And uh, I think the West has got a chance to be this last year. The West, uh, you got a chance to be terrible. Wisconsin's not that good. Uh, This game, they could still win it. They could win the West. West. This is better get it now. Better get it now before (laughs) before it all. We don't even know what it's going to look like. No, after. no idea. We just know it's going to be harder. I think. Who are you going to? Yeah, who are you going to play? You know, I, you know, one year, know. one year you get 
UCLA and Southern Cal and next year you'll get uh, Purdue and Northwestern. I don't yeah. know how it works. So. Yeah, you'll see some teams every six years or something. It's going to be something else, but they'll yeah. get that TV money, though. They'll be flying cross-country. and That's true. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, we got our state amateur baseball champions are uh, Maple Lake. Okay. Which I won for the fourth time ever, the first time since 2012 in Class C. And Air Freight Limited. Now I had to figure out who they are. They're uh, they're the company's out of Bloomington, but basically they're a bunch of St. Thomas uh, athletes. Okay. okay. Uh, now uh, current St. Thomas guys, but more uh, former St. Thomas guys, and they've been together here for a while. And they they won what's now the combined A and old B. Right. They beat uh, Shakopee, which was uh, the an old time B team in the uh, in the championship game on Sunday. Uh, but the uh, they they showed off those three great ballparks, and uh, they uh, had had pretty good attendance. Even though I think uh, I, I checked on it, and uh, they the ninety five degrees uh, kind of held down. And you know we're Minnesotans. We you know we we don't like winter. But we don't like heat either. I would think that the state fair, no matter what claims they made, they had to get it hurt a little bit over the last few days by the uh, by nine by as hot as it's been too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Who were there Saturday though? Was it a mob so, or not? It was yeah. And Saturday we kind of got lucky in that there was a lot of cloud cover that day, so the the mm-hmm. ninety three ninety four whatever it was that day didn't feel quite as bad. But yeah, I and mean, we were there more like you know, afternoon into the, like the early evening. And we kind of, you know, when you're out in the heat for so long and then it's like, it cools down to 90 by 7 PM, you kind of talk yourself into, Oh, it doesn't feel so bad out here anymore. So bad. Yeah. I, uh, I had a regular radio show. I was out there, uh, nine times a year for, uh, uh, what 20 years almost trying to, i'm trying to I knew, I knew you i know you did that i'm just still trying to picture how you ever survived I, that uh, now i go once and i'm mad that i had <laughs> the horn it's it's all the it's all the bugs it's bugs the wasps it's wasp central bomb yeah. them let's bring in those, in fact napalm like you bring in the same stuff we used in vietnam and uh, get rid of those damn things it's unbelievable poor bird or 16-year-old nice girls getting ready to go back to school and they bite and wasp while they're trying to give you a coke. <laughs> All righty, sir. Well, I'm sure next week we'll have plenty to talk about, including uh, the first Vikings game of the year. Um, tell them, Patrick, have a great week. We'll, we'll see you then. And we'll be very happy. So yeah, I, I think so, too. Six and a half points now. So, but take the, give the points. Don't worry about Tampa. They stink. All, All right. right. Thanks, Pat. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.